today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Today is a terrible day in the history of TMZ. Our own Jamie Shapps, now Cernelia, has passed on. Jeez, Louis. <laughs> to a better life outside of TMZ. Today's her last day. We're very it sad. Is. Jamie, you started here as a bright eyed, like 22 year old or something. Yeah, I was a tour guide. You were a tour I was guide. I a tour back guide. And then sometimes I would come in and, and be a production assistant. And You were like relatively newly married. Now no, you're... I wasn't married. Oh, you weren't married Single, when you started... childless. I was engaged, wow. but okay. which now I'm like, oh my God, well, a baby. That's not really single, but Jamie. A baby. I don't know what you treated it, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> I was uh, like, now you have. Five or seven kids? I have three, three kids. kids. Okay. All right, relax. And um, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to miss you both for the podcast and generally in life. It's, it's, it really is a sad day. Very sad to, to lose Jamie. He's been a big well, part of the fabric of TMZ for a long time. Thank you. And hopefully I'll come back and we can do some guest pods together. Guest pods together sound fantastic. The current rate of zero works for you? That's fine. Okay. It's, it's pretty much what I've made my entire <laughs> life anyway, so it shouldn't really be a difference. All right, moving on to people who make way more than zero. Yes. Uh, Lisa Vanderpump, crazy story. So she is closing Pump, the rest, the famous restaurant that she made famous. I was going to say that made her famous, but she's famous because she's a reality show star. Pump, Pump is is post Lisa Vanderpump TV fame though. So like okay. Pump was was featured on the show when they opened it up. It was part of like the the trifecta of Villablanca, Sir, and then Pump. Since then, Villa Blanca, which is the OG Lisa Vanderpump in in um, L.A., has closed. Now Pump's closing. And now Pump's closing, and it's it's crazy. It's difficult. Rest, first of all, restaurants are impossible businesses, and it's very difficult time. Food prices are high. The whole thing coming out of the pandemic, obviously. She says that the uh, the landlord has raised the rent to a million dollars a year mm -hmm. uh, and therefore it has forced her out. She simply can't make that the ends meet it with rent that high. She says, quote, it's with heavy hearts that we announced the lease at Pump Restaurant is expiring. We'll be closing doors on January, July 5th after 10 years of beautiful evenings at our olive trees. A million dollars is a lot for rent, but the landlord says not so fast. Yes. So we posted this story and then she even went deeper and she was like, she's going to keep the doors open till July 5th because June is gay pride month and it's so important to her and pump is like a huge part of it. Yes. Everyone goes there after the it's parade. It's right in the heart of, of there, there, there's a, for those of you who don't know, West Hollywood is a predominantly gay, well, if not predominantly, largely gay neighborhood. Yeah. And the, it is in the heart of sort of the, of gay West Hollywood yes. on the, on Santa Monica Boulevard where. There's a ton of gay bars and the whole thing. It's yes. right there. And it, it, it is, I mean, I don't think it says under its title gay bar, but Pump is a gay oh, bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair yes. enough. Yeah. Um, so, th so this goes up. Everyone's like, oh, so sad, so sad. The the owner of that um, the location that they they get the lease from, yeah. he spoke to Deadline and he said Lisa's comments regarding the rent for Pump are not accurate. We did not raise the rent and in fact have been nothing but supportive as they tried to catch up on lease obligations, including forgiving some rent during COVID. Slam slam dunk embarrassing because there have always been whispers that the the Vanderpump Todds. Uh, her husband Ken Todd are not great with money, mm -hmm. and everything's a facade. Mm -hmm. And that they're really—I I know when you say you own a business, nobody owns a hundred percent of the restaurant. So I mm -hmm. hate when people are like, "They don't even own it all." Right. Of course they don't. Right. But they, apparently they own 
very, 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 very little of I a see. lot of the restaurants they have. So, sort of the on. face of the restaurant. They're the ones yeah, that bring the crowds which in. Is the whole fine, thing. Totally which is fine. Totally fine. Fair. Totally fine. But I don't know. I wonder if there's just like a misunderstanding. I don't know why you come out with a statement claiming. Oh, well, don't you think this is no different than reality television? You know, you don't know where fiction starts and fa- or facts stop and fiction starts and. This whole thing is like we can't possibly admit that it failed because that would be an indictment of Lisa and her her business her perceived business prowess. So she's not going to say it failed. She's going to say that the landlord is being unreasonable, turning people against the landlord. But it's really unfair. the The landlord was smart to come out with a counterstatement because these people have enormous sway. Like tourists flock to that yeah. restaurant mm-hmm. and, and to West Hollywood generally. It, it, many of them to see the Vanderpump Empire. And it could have been bad for the restaurant, for the location, for whatever comes next if there was this, it was tarnished by her. And and I'm glad they came out and corrected the record, the record on this. I'm laughing that you said the word landlord. I could not for the life of me find that word. Well, I was, La- I was like the owner yeah. person of the, yes, yeah. the landlord. But I don't know. It seems like an oddly specific, I don't know. It just seems odd. There's other ways you could have, have spun it without having to like blame somebody who could and did just come right out and say, no. Right. I don't know. Right, it, it it does seem odd. Yeah, I, the whole the whole thing is weird. The lie is weird. The landlord's response is weird. But I, again, I kind of get the landlord. He's like, "What are you What are you talking about? Why are you take my?" She's yeah, di- but, disperse, dispersing my good name. But here. they're doing fine. They're opening two more restaurants in Las Vegas. They have two already in Las Vegas, so that's kind of going to be their new hub, I think. Plus, she's still on the show, right? Oh gosh, they're in their rate, ratings are higher than ever. Yeah, we're actually not talking about Scandal this one episode, right? So, but <laughs> right. there you go. I just did. Right. Uh, no, she'll be just fine. Speaking of uh, allegations and counter allegations, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. They, so, so they this whole thing started. They were in this horrible divorce, um, and they seem to have not reconciled the relationship, but they they've seemed to have come to terms to realize how to get, how to get along, how to co-parent, all that stuff. But uh, a little while back, their former nanny sued them, saying that she suffered from emotional trauma given all the work she had to do, the constant bickering, the constant taking sides. Jason was apparently difficult on her, the whole thing. Uh, They have now uh, come hit back at her, uh, saying that uh, she was well compensated and she really has nothing to complain about. No, she. they are very upset that this ever became public. If you remember, that in February, this is all we talked about. This yeah. was huge. We learned about the salad dressing that she brought to Harry Styles. We learned about Jason Sudeikis lying in front of the car, begging her to not go yes. there. We learned that she gave the family dog away. Like all of this dirty laundry was aired. Thank you for that, <laughs> Erica, because that really was a juicy time in my right. life. Um, but it is, it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend that they've been able to unite and and try to go after her. This this nanny, I don't know what she was thinking though, because she lived the life. Yeah. Like we're learning so much now that. After this all went down, she wanted her salary doubled, um, all this different things. But then we're learning that after she didn't even work for them anymore, one time they paid for her hotel where the bill was $22,000 and they were fine with it. They just paid it. Yep. Like, you can't sue. That's if what you're they gonna say. Get, That's what they say. I guess. But, like, I don't know how you make that up. Like, yeah. literal receipts. Yeah. If you're going to sue, you have to, like, make sure that you you did the job and stayed so, in line. So th- that, that's my favorite bit of this. We get these little one sheets that our producers put together for us. And it says, in one, instant, in one instance, Jason and Olivia say that they paid for her and her dog to stay in London's Rosewood Hotel. 
After she left, uh, this is after she left her job, the final bill came for over to over $22,000, thanks in part to food and booze room service. Mm. That seems like a great hotel stay. It does. Yeah, I wish the dog wasn't there, but like, other oh, than yeah, that, other than the dog, other than yeah. the dog, like, sign me yeah. up. <laughs> what can you order? I mean, I guess if you have oh, a bunch of uh, champagne, yeah. $22,000. I mean, if you had an unlimited reserve to order room service with, you could really do some damage. You could, but the whole point, Miss Erica, was you didn't have an unlimited reserve. Like, apparently, she did. Uh, apparently, all right, touche. <laughs> Because she had the good time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with this. If I were her, I, I'm probably regretting ever speaking out. Well, I mean, look, she says she did a lot of extra work for Jason and Olivia for the three years she was working for them. She extra duties dumped on her plate when Olivia started dating Harry Styles. She claimed that Jason would vent to her about Olivia and Harry adding to an already stressful job. You've never been cornered by Harvey and like had to have a conversation that you weren't interested in? Every. Never, never. It's never, never. happened. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, no, it happens all like, the time. What a you, weird you, thing. Course. I can't just be mad because Harvey wants to talk about somebody digging to my car yesterday. Well, that's not part of my job, Mr. Levin. Oh, I'd love to say like, that. Just one time. <laughs> I think we'd make uh, him cry. <laughs> he'd be like, well, nope, nothing is part of your job now. Good, <laughs> bye luck, bye. good riddance. Um, but, but you know, she if she was underpaid, she says she was, she, extra duties dumped on her plate. I, I don't know. It, it seems, look, I agree with you. It seems ridiculous. I just want to give her the benefit of the doubt that she should have been paid more than she was during her tenure. I don't know. It seems preposterous. That and now she's been embarrassed. It's not a lawsuit. That is yeah. bad negotiating skills. And then I just think she has to be regretting ever coming forward with this. Like she, like, oh. I think with all your free time, you should go stay at the London Rosewood Hotel. I, I'm not bringing a dog. <laughs> <laughs> See if Harvey will pay for it. Oh, yeah. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. All right, last but not least on this Friday, and the last story Jamie will ever, ever, ever do for us until My, she comes back as a guest on the TMZ to... podcast the, later on. Uh, a judge has ruled that Ed Sheeran did not steal components of Marvin Gaye's classic Let's Get It On. First of all, one of the greatest songs ever written. Let's get it on. 
that is like the least surprising thing I've ever heard from you. Oh, really? I just feel like your Friday nights, the second you get home from work, it's like <laughs> blasting on your CD player because you probably have a CD wow, player. Wow, that was unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do. And no, a nice I ask. Glass I ask, of Pinot Noir. I ask Alexa to play it for me. Thank okay. you very much. Um, but yes, so he was accused by by Marvin Gaye's co-songwriter and the, that person's estate uh, of stealing elements of Let's Get It On for his song Thinking Out Loud. It went to jury trial and went up on stage. He explained that he would never steal somebody's lyrics, that he uh, idolizes Marvin Gaye, but he's nevertheless, the, the it's a fully new composition for Thinking Out Loud. And the jury seems to have agreed with him. Yeah, it, which is great because he did say that if if he was not um, found... If, if he was found liable, If right. he was found liable, he was never going to perform again. Right. He said, that's it. I'm not doing it. And, I call bullshit on that. But well, he yeah. will never Ed, know. Ed Sheeran, in a very emotional bit of testimony, said that he would never perform again if he was found liable here because he basically was saying, I I don't know what's right and wrong anymore. All I do... You, you know, we, we talked about the fact that there... there Every song is just a. It's an alphabet. And, it's an alphabet, yeah. and you recon you 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 rejigger it to end up with the song that you end up with, mm -hmm. and some are going to sound like this is what Ed Sheeran sang, and he said I never stole anything, and and the uh, obviously the plaintiff wasn't uh, wasn't able to show that Ed Sheeran purposefully stole the the melody from from Let's Get It On. So he's been vindicated. Ed Sheeran has, and we're all happy he's going to produce more music. He is one of the most prolific songwriters and the biggest songwriters of the last 20 years or so. He's a, he's a real deal. Yeah. What was interesting is he made some statements outside the courthouse after he was done. He's an amazing performer, has so much swagger. This guy cannot public speak no, for the life of him. He can't. Oh, my gosh. He was having a hard time like reading off of his paper. It's just crazy that I guess when you're on stage, it's a different persona. Yeah, we can listen to a bit of it. I'm obviously very happy with the outcome of the case and it looks like I'm not having to retire from my day job after all. But at the same time, I'm unbelievably frustrated that baseless claims like this are allowed to go to court at all. These chords are common building blocks which were used to create music long before Let's Get It On was written and will be used to make music long after we are all gone. They are in a songwriter's alphabet, our toolkit, and should be there for all of us to use. No one owns them, all the, all the way they are played, in the same way that nobody owns the colour blue. God, British accents are so hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even care. Even from Ed Sheeran? Even from Ed Sheeran. Um, so you, you couldn't see it. You couldn't, the audio doesn't, doesn't do it justice to what Jamie was saying. He is shaking. He, it was not a great mm. performance out there. It's amazing this, this case went on for eight years, and it, it shows it, the American justice system has problems. And one of them is that if you have a plaintiff who's motivated, you know, Ed Sheeran has the millions and millions and millions of dollars it took to defend himself against these claims. The vast, obviously, all but 20 songwriters in the world don't have those kinds mm -hmm. of uh, resources to, to defend themselves. And oftentimes you end up settling a case, uh, giving some of your royalties over to the person who, who sued you, and even if you think that you shouldn't have to. And obviously we're not coming to a value ju or a judgment on who was right or who was wrong, but Ed Sheeran certainly feels that he was right and he had the resources to defend himself. So uh, the person who, who sued him is is going to be out of luck, but uh, maybe that's for the best because if you listen to the songs, I see the similarities. Not enough. But it's not enough, number one. And number two, it's so unlikely, it, it doesn't even do it justice to suggest that Ed Sheeran would borrow the melody from such a famous song. Yes. He's going to get caught if he does things like that. It's just not It's just not a gamble worth taking for him. 
Um, but nevertheless, uh, that that was what the claim was, and uh, it looks like Ed Sheeran has been vindicated. He said, uh, "I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a son. Lawsuits are not a pleasant experience, and I hope that this ruling it means in the future baseless claims like this can be avoided." Not so, Ed Sheeran. Baseless claims are the uh, backbone of the American justice system. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers like me have relied on them for years and years. Uh, so Jamie, what are you going to do uh, with your life? So I'm going to have a hot girl summer. You're going to have a hot girl gonna summer? I'm going to have a hot girl summer okay. and then we'll figure it out. And then you're going to figure it out. Come back here f- from time to time yeah. and entertain us with your with your musings? You bet it. All right, good. All right. Well, you will be missed. Uh, you're already missed. You're not even gone. Oh, thanks. I don't even know what that means. I don't know, but I, I'm looking for something mean in it, <laughs> but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> oh, you know me too well. Uh, All right, Jamie, we will miss you. And for everybody else, we will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.